Just a quick heads up that I am currently on maternity leave, which means that the Fertility Co podcast is taking a break. But please don't panic because I'm already working on some exciting things behind the scenes. And when I come back, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you a brand new, completely free mini course all about ovulation and finding your fertile window. In the meantime, there are still heaps of ways that you can continue to learn about your fertility and your menstrual cycle while I take a break. If you're just getting started with charting your cycle, you can check out my free fertility roadmap. If you want to dive deeper and learn exactly when you're ovulating, then you can watch my Fix Your Fertility Masterclass. There is, of course, also my Conceive with Confidence workshop series and, of course, my flagship online program, Fertility School. If you want individualized support from a trained fertility educator, that's me, then you can book in to my wait list for a one-on-one consult. And I would love to work with you to achieve your fertility goals in 2024. Spots are strictly limited though, and links to all of those resources are in the show notes. In this episode, we're talking about coming off the pill and hormonal contraception, how to prepare what to expect, and what to do now you're ready to explore a natural method of birth control. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm obsessed with all things periods, pregnancy, pelvic floor, and helping women just like you to navigate all of life's major milestones. I'm a physiotherapist and natural fertility educator, and my passion is teaching women how to take control of their health. Fertility, pregnancy, nutrition, and menstrual cycle health, we'll dive deep into all of it right here. All those questions you've been secretly Googling, all those things you're too embarrassed to ask your doctor, because, well, we're women. Shouldn't we just know this stuff? So get comfy and get ready to finally have all of your questions answered. Hit subscribe now and let me teach you what they never taught us in health class. You're listening to the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. Want to say goodbye to hormonal contraceptives and their weird and unpleasant side effects? Want to improve your chances of conceiving quickly and naturally? Sounds like you need my fertility roadmap, my simple three-step system to understanding your body's natural fertile signs and pinpointing ovulation day so that you can use this knowledge to achieve or avoid pregnancy. To grab your free copy, head over to manawomenswellness.com forward slash roadmap. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and today is part two of Coming Off the Pill. Now, if you haven't yet listened to last week's episode, then hit pause and have a listen to that one first, because in that episode, we talked all about how the pill actually works to prevent pregnancy, the potential effects of long-term hormonal contraceptive use, and how long you should expect to wait for your period and your fertility to return to normal once you come off the hormones. It was really an overview of what the pill is all about and why I truly believe it is so important for women to be properly informed about what they are taking before deciding to use this as birth control. If you've had a listen to part one and you're ready to learn exactly how to come off the pill for yourself, then stay tuned. In this episode, I'm going to talk you through the five steps to coming off the pill. Now, whether or not you're coming off the pill to start preparing for pregnancy or pregnancy is not on the cards for you right now, the first three steps of this process are relevant for both groups of women. The final two steps are then specifically for those women who want to chart their cycles for natural birth control. So let's dive in to step one, understanding 
the basics. Now, if you've listened to any other episode of this podcast, you'll have heard me rabbit on and on about the basics of female reproduction and the menstrual cycle. I call it menstrual cycle 101, and I talk about it so often because there are so many knowledge gaps for us women about the basics of how the female body actually works. So when you think about the very beginning of modern medicine, when male doctors and Renaissance men started cutting up human bodies and investigating how it all worked, more often than not, they looked at male bodies. And so a lot of modern medicine is really centered around how the male body works. And it doesn't take a genius to recognize that the female body works in a very different way to the male body, especially when it comes to the reproductive bit, where there is a completely different set of organs involved. Now, the female body and our menstrual cycle are driven by our hormones. It is a cyclical process. And while it's not exactly predictable on clockwork, because we are all living, breathing human beings that are affected by our environment, stress, illness, diet, all of these things, but to its core, it's the same things happening in the same sequence of events over and over throughout our lifetime. And so I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent there to tell you that understanding the basic function of your female body is essential to understanding anything else about your fertility. You need to understand that day one of your menstrual cycle begins on the first day of menstruation. After menstruation, the body begins to prepare for release of an egg, ovulation. Estrogen is the key hormone at work, and it helps the body to create an optimal environment for pregnancy to occur by opening the cervix, producing fertile cervical mucus to keep sperm alive and guide sperm towards the egg. After ovulation, there's a shift in our hormones and progesterone becomes the dominant hormone. This surge in progesterone causes changes in our mucus, in our body temperature, and closes our cervix again. So once we've confirmed ovulation, it is impossible to get pregnant until your next period arrives. There are four key phases of the menstrual cycle, and when you know what happens inside the body during each phase, then when you can recognize the potential signs and symptoms of each phase, when you understand how to confirm when ovulation has actually happened, then you have all the knowledge you need to recognize those days when you are or aren't fertile so that you can time sex according to your reproductive goals. So if you know when you're fertile and ovulation is approaching, you either avoid unprotected sex if you don't want to get pregnant, or you have sex during your fertile window and around ovulation to maximize your chances of pregnancy if you're wanting to conceive. So no more relying on apps telling you when you're fertile. No more counting to day 14 and crossing your fingers that you got the timing right. Because when you understand the basics of your menstrual cycle, you understand when you can and cannot get pregnant. And this knowledge is life-changing. And so that's where I want you to start your fertility journey, your post-pill journey, whatever season of life you're in right now. If this is the path you want to go down, then this is where you begin. And I know that I went through that super, super fast, but as I said, a lot of episodes have been dedicated to Menstrual Cycle 101 already, so I really don't want to repeat myself for those of you who have been listening along. If you want to go back to the very first episode of this podcast, that was all about the basics of the menstrual cycle. Episode two was all about the basics of fertility and your fertile window. And then I also have recorded a menstrual cycle masterclass where we really broke down each of the four phases and what happens in each one. 
So I'll link to all of those episodes in the show notes so that you've got access if you want to go back and have a listen or a re-listen just to really refresh your knowledge. But as I said, that is where I want you to start on your fertility journey. Your next step is to start charting what you see, which brings us to step two. Start charting. If you are still on hormonal contraceptives and you want to start charting now, then you absolutely can. So I want you to start tuning into how you actually feel inside your body every day. Mood, energy levels, food cravings, quality of sleep, all of these things will give you valuable insight into your health. But while you're on hormonal contraceptives, you won't see those changes in mucus patterns or a shift in temperature because as we learned in part one, the pill works to suppress ovulation. So it dries up your mucus and your body doesn't produce that fertile quality mucus. Your endometrium doesn't thicken in preparation for implantation. This is why the pill is so effective as a birth control method, because it stops all of these key processes from happening that makes pregnancy virtually impossible. And so charting while still taking these hormones, you're not going to see a typical cycle because you don't have a fertile window. And so the best time to start charting is the day you stop taking the pill or the day your marina was removed, the day your body stopped being exposed to these external artificial hormones. And you're going to watch for changes in your mucus. You're going to watch for signs that your period is coming, for signs of a true bleed, which you haven't had for the time that you were actually on these hormones. So don't stress about taking your temperature right away. Just start by watching for changes in your mucus. You'll likely have a withdrawal bleed just like you would when you start taking your week of sugar pills. But unfortunately, there is really no way of predicting how long it will take for your body to actually begin ovulating again, how long it will take for a real period to return after ovulation. It's really normal for women to see minimal mucus in the first couple of cycles after stopping hormones or really having trouble seeing clear changes in their mucus from one day to the next. Research shows that it can actually take up to 9 to 12 cycles for everything to restore and return to your version of normal, and that can be almost a year. And I know that that can be really frustrating because it's hard to know what's normal or what might need investigating, especially if you're ready to conceive, and especially if you've done your research and your learning and you know what that textbook cycle is meant to look like, but you're not seeing it in your own I hate to say just roll with it and see what happens, but this is kind of the case. But you can support your body as best you can to regulate your hormones and support the return of your fertility and the return of healthy cycles. And you can use your diet, exercise, sleep, reducing stress, those key pillars of your health and your fertility, and that can help to support everything to return to normal sooner. And if you've come off the pill to prepare for pregnancy, then this is really the time to pay close attention to your diet and focus on those key nutrients that are essential for conception and pregnancy, but can be depleted when you're on the pill. So zinc, B vitamins, folate. Have a listen to episode four, all about my top five fertility superfoods, and you can learn a little bit more about this and what you can do to support your body. This brings us to step three, find a mentor. If you're new to charting, if you feel confused by it all, then find someone to help you. It is just like driving a car. When you first started to learn how to drive a car, you had someone in the passenger seat talking you through every step of the way. You didn't just jump in the car, start the engine and drive off into the sunset. Charting is exactly the same. 
it takes time to get your head around and it takes time to feel really confident using this method. But if you think about how you drive now that you have your license and you've likely got a few years experience under your belt, driving's probably second nature to you now. You know those days when you arrive home and you wonder how the hell you got there because you were on autopilot the whole time? You wouldn't have done that when you first started learning to drive and really charting is no different. I have something really special coming in the next couple of months that's going to help you to make that shift from total newbie to charting with confidence. But you have a lot of options. You've got this podcast, you've got books, but I taught myself and I can say with absolute certainty that I would have gotten confidence so much faster if I had someone to ask my questions to. I was completely in my own little bubble of learning, trying to figure all of this out. And if I had had women to talk to who were learning the same things, if I had a mentor to answer my questions, because you're going to have questions, I promise you that. It wasn't really until I trained as a natural fertility educator in a room full of women just like me who had been using this method, mostly mostly for birth control, for years and years, and having an expert up the front answering all of our questions. Well, that was really the game changer for me and for my understanding, even though I thought I knew it pretty well before then. So my best advice for you is to find someone to help you through those early stages when it feels really overwhelming and all too hard. You will be driving on autopilot sooner than you think, I promise. If you're not seeing any improvements in your cycles, despite your best efforts, especially once you've experienced a couple of cycles, then it might be worth finding a healthcare professional to work with who is experienced in this area of women's health. So a word of advice, a GP probably won't be able to help you much as you would hope they could here because this is just not their area of expertise. Charting will help you to identify how long your cycles are, when you're ovulating, and when during your cycle you're experiencing particular symptoms. And you can take your charts directly to a healthcare professional and if they're experienced in this area, then they will likely have some really valuable insight for you too. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel. It's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. Step four, this applies to the women who are wanting to use it for natural birth control. Up to this point, as I've said, it's for women who want to conceive and um, and practice a natural method of birth control. But step four and five are all about women who want to practice it for birth control because this takes time, this takes confidence. So step four is to figure out your contraception options. My biggest piece of advice to you here, if you're exploring a natural method of birth control, is to figure out what your backup method of contraception is going to be. Remember, you still have a fertile window that you need to manage. 
And we're talking barrier barrier methods here because we've eliminated the hormones now. So you need to figure out how you're going to manage your fertile window for those first few cycles before you feel really confident using charting as your primary method of birth control. So I recommend charting three full cycles before relying on this for your primary method of birth control. If you're working with a specific healthcare professional, if you're working with a fertility educator, you might be able to cut this three cycles down once you feel confident to do so. But three full cycles allows you to really get your head around it and understand how things can change from one cycle to the next. As I said, you can cut this window of time down, but three months is ideal. So in that three-month window of time, you're going to need to use a barrier method like a condom, a diaphragm, withdrawal, abstinence. Figure out what is going to work best for you and your partner. When you feel confident having unprotected sex, which will take time, start in your luteal phase. So use an alternative in that window of time between your period and ovulation. And once you can confidently confirm that ovulation has occurred, wait three days for that mucus plug to close the cervix, for any sperm to die, for your egg to break down, and then you can start having unprotected sex in that non-fertile window after ovulation and in the lead up to your next period. So if you're really nervous about doing this, start in the couple of days before you know your period is coming because you know that ovulation has happened. So you know that it's impossible to get pregnant. So start there, start in the luteal phase. As I said, start close to your next period and slowly work your way backwards as your confidence improves. And it's not until you really start putting all of the knowledge that you have into practice that you can actually become confident using this method for birth control. So it's all well and good to learn and understand what happens throughout your menstrual cycle and your fertile window, but it's not until you see it for yourself that you can shift your thinking to realize that, yes, this really does work. You cannot get pregnant every single day of your menstrual cycle, despite what a lot of us have been told. You can only get pregnant in a small window of time in your cycle, in your fertile window. And if you can identify that window of time with absolute certainty, then you are golden. So this leads me to step five. Confidence is key, so change your mindset. So the final step of this process, step five, is that confidence is key. You need to change your mindset. You need to reprogram everything you've been told your entire life that you are a ticking time bomb for unplanned pregnancy if you're not on the pill, that there is no other option out there that's effective. I get it. You can understand all of this logically, but if pregnancy is an absolute no-no for you right now, you need that experience and that confidence to actually make this method work for you. As I said, you can have all of the knowledge and the book smarts, but if you can't overcome that fear of getting pregnant, if you can't overcome that mindset shift, then you are never going to feel truly confident using this method for birth control. So that's why you start having unprotected sex after you've confirmed ovulation. And you use a backup method of contraception if you're still not sure. And this is still the case years down the track. If you have a day of a wonky temperature, if you have a day where you're feeling like you have wet, fertile quality cervical mucus and then it goes away again the next day, if you have any days where you're just not sure, you use a backup And so now I'm talking to the women who are not ready for pregnancy, the ones who are currently taking hormonal birth control and who want another option, but aren't even sure if there is one. 
I'm talking to the women who are just like I was and believe that the only way to get complete control over your period and really avoid pregnancy is with the pill and hormonal contraception. This is a really common belief and it is something that I believed for a really long time. Even if you're not ready to get pregnant right now, but it's on the cards in the next couple of years, as I've said, it is recommended that you stop taking the pill one to two years before you're really ready to start trying so that your body can rebalance and recover from the effects of the pill. Because sometimes it actually takes that long for your period to return and start looking like a regular healthy menstrual cycle again. And that also gives you a buffer window if you do need to investigate any underlying symptoms that have potentially been masked for the entire time that you've been on the pill. So a lot of women could be taking the pill for 10 years or more before they're ready to start a family. And often it was prescribed in the first place as a band-aid solution for something else. So not just birth control. So it might've been a complaint that they experienced as a teenager. So symptoms like painful periods, headaches, acne, signs of a potential underlying health problem that's never really been addressed because the pill has masked it for all of these years. And when you stop taking the pill, all of those symptoms come back. And now that you're ready to start a family, you need to get to the bottom of all of these underlying issues before you can really start planning to conceive. And that all adds up to time wasted, months, potentially years, and so much added pressure and strain on your relationship because suddenly your timeline for starting a family has changed because you need to get to the bottom of these problems now before you can actually conceive. So I want to remind you that you can do this. Let go of any fear that you have. Let go of whatever it is that's holding you back right now. Because as a woman, you have the power inside of you to create and grow life. And when you think about it, that is actually incredible and something that we really don't celebrate enough. And it's this feminine power that we all have inside of us that oozes into all other areas of our life. And yes, I can teach you how to really use this power in your everyday life from one stage of the menstrual cycle to the next, but it goes so much further than that. And I think this is why that there are lots of women who describe losing their libido when they take the pill, because these artificial hormones are suppressing that incredible power and knowledge that we all have inside of us. So why should we? Why should we suppress and block out everything that makes us a woman with these artificial hormones and stop ovulation in its tracks and put us in a state that's like menopause? Why should we do this to our bodies when there is another option that is equally as effective at preventing pregnancy without the long-term consequences? So once you can get over that initial fear of coming off the pill or stopping whatever hormonal method of birth control that you've become dependent on, you will notice these bonus, expected gifts that go along with this change. So not only will you get your sex drive back, you might not even have realized it was missing in the first place, but you'll feel more like yourself. Some women describe a new kind of mental clarity, feeling more in tune with themselves and their bodies, improved moods, more physical energy. And these are all things that most women didn't even realize the pill was affecting in the first place. I speak from experience here. I didn't realize I I was moody until I stopped taking the pill. And if you're taking hormones out of fear, it's time to let go of that fear. If you want to learn more about getting started with your fertility journey, I do have a brand new freebie for you. It's called a fertility roadmap, and it is my super simple three-step system to understanding your body's natural fertile signs and pinpointing the day of ovulation so that you can use this knowledge to either achieve 
or avoid pregnancy. So if you're ready to ditch hormonal contraceptives and the potential side effects that we've talked about in the last two episodes, or if you're ready for pregnancy and you want to improve your chances of conceiving quickly and naturally, then you can head over to today's show notes, minorwomenswellness.com forward slash 20 to check out my beautiful new website for one, get your hands on this roadmap and get all of the links and freebies and everything that I've talked about in today's episode. So to wrap up today, I want to go back and recap the five steps to coming off the pill. And as I said, the first three apply to all women, whether or not you're coming off the pill to explore a natural method of birth control, or if you're coming off the pill because you're ready to conceive and start a family of your own. So step one is understanding the basics. Remember menstrual cycle 101. I'll include all of the links in the show notes to previous episodes where we really nut out the menstrual cycle and all of its phases. Step two is to start charting. And as I said, you can start doing this the very day you stop you stop taking hormonal contraception. Step three is to find a mentor. Ask for help. Don't do this alone because it is a very stressful and overwhelming journey if you try to figure it all out for yourself. Step four is to figure out your contraceptive options. So for those first few cycles, as you're learning to connect with your body and really understand your unique fertile patterns. And finally, step five, confidence is key. So change your mindset. Like I said, you can get today's show notes with everything that I talked about in this episode, as well as links to to the Fertility Roadmap freebie and any other related episodes at minorwomenswellness.com forward slash 20. So if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram and let me know where you're at in your fertility journey. And if you need some advice or even just a pep talk about taking the plunge, I am always happy for a chat. And of course, please let me know what you want me to talk about in upcoming episodes. I will see you next week where I am sharing why now in February is the very best time to really start working on your New Year's resolutions. There's a reason for this, I promise, and I'll be sharing it with you in the next episode. Bye for now and don't forget that knowledge is power. When you truly understand your body, you are empowered to make informed decisions and take control of your health. Until next time. If you've made it this far, you deserve a huge virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so make sure you hit subscribe now so you don't miss when the latest goes live. Why not make my day and leave me a quick rating and review while you're over there? If you want more, head on over to Instagram at Mana Women's Wellness, slide into my DMs and say hello, or you can visit manawomenswellness.com forward slash podcast for show notes and access to all of the freebies that I talked about in this episode. Until next time. Let's talk about TempDrop. TempDrop's wearable sensor and accompanying charting app brings the full fertility tracking solution right to your phone, where the TempDrop sensor on your upper arm during sleep and then just sync to the charting app whenever it's convenient for you.
Tempdrop believes that every woman should be empowered and equipped with the knowledge to take control of their body. Sound familiar? That's where Tempdrop steps in to provide clear science-backed technology to help you to better track your cycle. I only recommend products that I use and love, and I love my Tempdrop tracker. You can get 10% off your tracker with the code AFFertilityCo or head to fertilityco.com.au forward slash Tempdrop for more information.